6681. Son by Credence Clearwater Revival. And on the line right now, we have two Vietnam veterans that were not fortunate sons. <laughs> they were over there humping the jungle and, and uh, very, very active in the Vietnam War. And they're here today to talk to you about a special occasion, as there has been for several years now, at the Fargo Air Museum called Vietnam Veterans Week. And uh, I've got Larry Nicholson and Ed Honan on the line. Thank you, gentlemen, for coming on. Hey, Dave. Well, thank you, Dave, for having us. You betcha. Now, Vietnam Week is uh, April 29th through May 5th, and who wants to start off? Uh, Larry, you want to tell us a little bit about the agenda you got going? Yeah, this has been going on, like you said, for a few years, and the program starts at 10 o'clock on the 29th, uh, several speakers, and uh, we have a, a doctor out of... Uh, Mayville, that was a flight surgeon, and they get, he saved this particular airman's life, I believe, an airman. And uh, that got the light that he saved, the guy from Chicago, I think, he, he'll be here too. So uh, a few years ago, Kevin Wallabin interviewed him up in uh, Mayville. So we're looking forward to that. And we have other stuff going on during the day. And then on Sunday, we have a keynote speaker with Maynard Catterlick doing the uh, PACT Act. Now, it's not the uh, Agent Orange thing anymore, plus a lot of exhibitors. Anything you want to add, Doc? Yes, we have, um, along with what Larry had mentioned, two very important um, uh, folks and and, uh, discussions and talks on very important issues, not only to veterans, but to veterans' families and and the community, actually. And then along with your um, 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 the stands and um, different branches of the service, yours uh, representing the Navy and other branches and um, other Areas, uh, the Vet Center, the VA, um, suicide prevention, a, um, PTSD, uh, issues that are really important to, to the veteran. We have um, Kenny Kramer, um, that resides near Armenia, North Dakota, will be bringing refurbished military vehicles. Um, and um, Captain Dave Morgan from here on South Dakota will be bringing his military museum up here, along with Howard Meninga from Ponsford, Minnesota, uh, with his military museum, um, it's going to be a, a grand old time, actually, and and I hope veterans and and families and the whole community will plan to attend. Dave, very good. And there's a miniature Vietnam wall, right? Where does that come from? Who's who owns that? 
think it's Toby McPherson built it. He's on a whole per page, and it's uh, 30-some sections of Minnesota, North Dakota, and South Dakota uh, are members that passed away in the Vietnam War. Okay. And also the Canadians are bringing their wall. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, you have a, a missing man ceremony also? Yes. Doc, Doc does that. Go ahead, Doc. Yes. Um, I'll be um, was asked to, and, and probably will do the uh, POW MIA uh, missing man table reading and presentation. Uh, that will be made available there. Um in front of the stage, and hopefully people will not only listen, but uh, go and check it out and, uh, in their own way, uh, try to, you know, put that in proper perspective and memory and, and respect. So um, the uh, Canadian wall people, as Larry mentioned, uh, bringing their wall down, they'll also, um, Rob Purvis, uh, the um, uh, head of the VVA chapter in Winnipeg will be, uh, he asked to bring the color guard down. So uh, there'll be several members of the Canadian Vietnam veterans um, coming down. So um, it's going to be an exciting time. Very good. And uh, the three-gun volley and taps, does that immediately follow the missing man ceremony? Yeah, uh, at the very end, uh, Fargo Ambets will be doing that. Fargo Ambets, okay. Yeah. And that's on Sunday. No, that's on Saturday. Excuse me, I have a bad cold. But, um, <laughs> I tell you, I've been fighting it for a while. But, uh, yeah, and they do an excellent job. Very good. Now, uh, there's a uh, – you can go to Fargo Air Museum to get more information, fargoairmuseum.org. Uh, they have a brochure with some of the information uh, that you gentlemen just covered, uh, the schedule of events uh, happening April 29th through May 5th. They can go there for more information, and if they want to go to the Vietnam Veterans of America, you guys have a contact or someplace where they can go? Uh, they, we have our website. Um, it's uh, vba941.org. Also, I should mention, we have the Red River Veterans um, Band going to be performing on Sunday also. Oh, great. Yeah, at the very end after the speakers. Okay. Boy, that's a very, very patriotic bunch, that Red River Valley Veterans Concert Band. They're they're all over the place, and they love performing uh, those yeah. patriotic songs. So that's great to have them there. Yeah, they do an excellent job, like you said. Very good. Well, again, thank you, gentlemen. Uh, what just, in general, what is, you're Vietnam veterans. What does this week mean to you personally? It is kind of a... Uh, trip back in time or just a dedication for all the Vietnam veteran service or how do you feel? Well, for me, uh, Dave, it, uh, for a long time, nothing really, um, uh, got my attention that I should do something to, um, kind of, uh, be at peace within myself and from all that back then. But, um, for now at the present, since I've been involved with that, with Larry and, and the crew, um, it's a dedication to not only myself but other vet Vietnam veterans and families that um, to get involved, to interact, to talk about things. Um, it's a therapeutic approach, and uh, I find that in a way it, it does definitely work for me and hopefully for others as well. 
So especially if there's any Viet, Viet, <clears throat> excuse me, is there any Vietnam vets out there, uh, encourage them just to show up, uh, mingle with the guys, and and just uh, kind of figure out what's going on, and and hopefully uh, definitely, yeah. It is free free admission for everybody. You know, just you know, just come and spend part of the day and enjoy chatting with other veterans and reminiscing. Yeah. Very good. And there's going to be a VA tables or professionals yeah. set up there that they could talk to also. Oh, yeah. And the VA has got maybe oh, four or five different tables. And the Vet Center has one. Uh, the Veterans Home Foundation on Lisbon, they have, they have a table, yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, the Vet Center, I've interviewed them before on this KFGO Veterans Hour. They have a great counseling program, and they're they're kind of low key. I mean, just come on in, sit down, and we'll we'll talk about it. And uh, they've helped a lot of veterans over the years. They yeah, certainly they, have. Um... Go ahead, Larry. No, I'm just going to mention that, and Dave already said this too that we have the recruiting recruiters from the Air Force, Army, Navy, and Marines. They'll be there. Yeah. Very good. Well, gentlemen, again, thank you. And again, you can go to uh, FargoAirMuseum.org or was it uh, VVA941.com? Org. Dot org. Dot org. Okay. Very good. Yeah. I should mention that you yourself, I have a table there. (laughs) Yes. I'm going to have some Navy memorabilia out there. Uh, I spent some time off the coast of Vietnam conducting firing missions, and I have a little display uh, talking about that. Say, Dave? Yes. Yeah, Doc, um, I want to sincerely thank you for allowing us to be on your program. And um, the other times that you have had the Veterans Hour, thank you so much. Uh, you've done a great service to us all. Thank you. Well, thank you. And thank KFGO. Yeah. They make it possible to give us this hour uh, once a month. Yes, sir. Normally on a Saturday afternoon, 4 o'clock, 4 to 5, or, or sometimes 1 to 2, depending on the uh, their commitments, their schedule, but we really, really appreciate being on and, and having our guests on. You know, I know I, I appreciate it. And so do the veterans. Very good. Okay. We're going to go to our first break here. And when we come back, we're going to be talking uh, about another veterans organization, the American Legion. Uh, they're coming up with American Legion, girl state, American Legion, boy state. And we're going to learn all about that when we return after our first break. that tune that's the theme song from the united states air force and on the line now we have uh, amanda dinger from the american legion girl state and kenny wiederholt american legion boy state here to tell us about those two programs and coming up in in june and i'll let them uh, give you more specifics amanda and kenny thank you for coming online Do we thank have you very much okay great Okay, let's uh, let's let Amanda go first. Would you just give a short introduction of yourself, how you got involved with American Legion Girl State? Yeah, of course. So my name is Amanda Dinger. I uh, actually attended North Dakota Girl State back in 2014 as a stater. And then after that, came back as a counselor for four more years 
um, after that. And then now this will be my first year taking over as the North Dakota Girl State Program Director. And I'm super excited to be in this position um, and to kind of work on this side of Girl State this upcoming year. Well, very good. Thank you for your, your dedication to this program. Uh, we really appreciate you uh, filling that role for the American Legion. And Kenny, you've been around the horn. You've been a state commander of the American Legion and involved with Boys Day for quite some time. Give, yes, give, just give a short introduction of, of yourself. Okay. I want to thank you for having me on here today on the air with you. My name is Kenny Wiederholt. I currently serve as the American Legion Executive Director for the Boys State Program. And as a past state commander, this program has always been very dear to my heart. Okay, very good. And uh, I don't know who wants to go first or second, but there are some similarities between Girl State and Boy State, correct? Go ahead, Amanda. Okay. So for Girl State, yeah, there are some similarities. Um, For Girl State, what you do is they come in on Sunday of the week, um, and we really kind of just break the ice Sunday, and then Monday we hit the ground running, and we start learning about city governments on Monday. and then throughout the week, we just move our way up into county governments. And then Wednesday normally is our really, really fun day. Or Wednesday and Thursday are pretty fun days where we hit the ground running. Um, and we do our state elections. And so the girls throughout the week from the beginning learn how to function as a state government or a city government, I mean, into the county government all the way up to the state level. Um, it's super fun. I When I was a stater, I absolutely loved it. Um, and honestly, this is much more just much more about government to me than um, because you make friendships that will last a lifetime also throughout this week. Okay, so this government is, yeah. Okay, very good. And that's the similarities, both mm-hmm. girls and boys. It's, it's all about serving your community at various levels of government, uh, being proactive in, uh, in uh, communities' well-being, correct? Very correct. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Great. Okay, uh, Kenny, a little bit about Boy State. When do they meet, and um, what your what's your main program? Well, the 2023 session of Boy State will be held from June 11th through the 16th on the campus of North Dakota State College of Science in Wapiton. And Amanda, you're up in Grand Forks, UND? We will also be June 11th through the 16th, and we will be at UND this year. Okay, very good. Uh, Who qualifies? Who who can go to Girl State and Boy State? Well, I can tell you, Dave, that uh, to become a delegate to Boy State or Girl State, the student must have recently completed their 11th year of education. Mm -hmm. Okay. Correct. And who do they contact if they're interested in participating? Amanda, would you please go first? Yes. So you can contact the local legion or on our the North Dakota Girl State website. We also have where you can fill out to find a sponsor in order to attend Girl State. And Kenny, the same? Yeah. Uh, interested students may visit the uh, website NorthDakotaNDLegion.org and click on the youth programs tab, or they may uh, access the website 
ndboystate.org for additional information and forms. Uh, when all else, uh, if there are any other questions, we encourage them to call the American Legion headquarters office at 701-293-3120. Okay, and I think you both mentioned that local contact, uh, kind of a, a common theme among a lot of our interviews here on KFGO Veterans Hour. We encourage people, wherever they are, North Dakota, Minnesota, wherever, uh, contact your local veterans organization, whether it's American Legion or VFW or whatever. And we always tell them, contact your local county or tribal veteran service officer. So it all, it all starts locally. And you've mentioned uh, other places they can go to. Maybe they're not aware of a local organization. They can find out uh, by contacting a state office or, or doing a Google type thing also. But, so there's a lot of opportunities to, to get involved. Juniors are those that will completed their junior year of high school, uh, and what are the fees to go to a girls' state or boys' state? The fee for boys' state and girls' state are similar at $300 per student, but these costs are always covered by local American Legion posts and units. Okay. So the auxiliaries or units in the American Legion and the posts in the American Legion cover those costs for their delegates. And approximately how many students do you have each year? Amanda? I feel like it varies every year. We can have anywhere between 50 to 75 or more than that. It just depends on the year and how many people we can get. Okay, and you could probably handle more than that too, right? Yes, we would love more to come on over. (laughs) You know, they, these are great, great programs. My, my son went to American Legion Boys State many years ago, uh, and he came home. He said that he couldn't quit talking about how good it was. He, in fact, when we went to pick him up after it was over, he wanted to stay. <laughs> I mean, he just really, really enjoyed it, and he learned a lot, made some friends. So uh, just a good experience for our, our nation's youth to participate in these programs. You know, Dave, with that said, in the 60s, there was over 500 attendees to Boys State, and we're still at the same facility. We could take uh, as many students as are interested. Great. So we really want to get the word out. If You know, the students that are listening, parents, grandparents, teachers, neighbors, clergy, whatever, uh, please consider uh, talking to your your juniors in your area and encourage them to check this out to see if they'd like to participate. On a last note, Dave, I would like to very humbly say that I am very excited that this year, the 2023 session will be the 80th session for boys state in the state of North Dakota. Wow. Very good. You know, and back, back when they had uh, 400, 500, kids participating uh it is i don't know if it was competitive or not but boy they just took them in I just had great experience yeah so it, it runs yeah. from a, a sunday through a friday is that right correct okay correct. and um their transportation to and from wapton or und Are they on their own uh, we we do have a bus schedule 
that is online. If you go to ndlegion.org, the bus schedule is there and the uh, applicable fees. Uh, the buses start, the northern route starts in Williston, and the southern route starts in Dickinson, and we end up in Fargo, and then we split the girls to go to ND, uh, UND and the boys to go to Wapiton Science. Okay, very good. Well, we have just a couple of minutes before we need to take our second break. Uh, any closing comments or anything that you want to emphasize, either the girls' state or boys' states? Amanda, anything? Um, not really. I just, I'm really looking forward to this upcoming year and anyone who's listening, if you know anyone who would like to attend, feel free to reach out uh, to us at ndgirlstate at gmail.com or at our webpage, ndgirlstate.org to find more information where you can get in contact with us. Very good. And Kenny? I guess I would simply state that North Dakota Boys State is a stomping ground for future leaders and the attendance to Boys State looks quite impressive on future resumes. Oh, absolutely. Okay, that was Amanda Denger from American Legion Girl State and Kenny Wiederholt for representing American Legion Boy State. They're the executive directors of those programs, and they're more than willing to talk to you, uh, contact you through those uh, websites or um, websites primarily, and uh, ask the questions or, or contact your local American Legion post or unit out there to get more information again uh, thank you amanda and kenny thank you for coming on and thank you for uh, helping our nation's youth uh, teach them a little bit our, about our state and local national government thanks for coming on thank you thank you dave you bet okay we'll take our second <clears throat> break here and when we come back online we're going to be talking to pamela schaefer uh, talking about North Dakota Veterans Cemetery there in Mandan. They'd have some exciting news not too long ago, some opportunities for expansion and improvements at our North Dakota Veterans Cemetery in Mandan. Okay, that's another pretty common theme there, the Army theme song and on the line right now we have pamela schaefer executive director of the north dakota veterans cemetery there in mandan which is kind of under the auspices of the army national guard here in north dakota pamela thank you for coming online today absolutely thank you for having me dave you bet uh pamela can we just get a kind of an update on uh i had you on this program i think it was three years ago now talking about memorial day activities and such but i heard the uh, National Cemetery Association is partnering with the North Dakota Veterans Cemetery for some expansion or improvements out there. Uh, could you fill us in on, on that information? Absolutely. I would be happy to. So we're very excited to announce that we received a grant, just over $1.8 million from the National Cemetery Administration. And what this is going to do for us is allow us to build our very first columbarium. And for those that are not familiar what a columbarium is, it's a place where urns of cremated remains can be placed into niches that are above ground. So right now, all of our cremation burials are underground burials with an upright granite headstone. 
this will give our veterans and families another option to elect to go into the above ground niche instead of underground for their cremation burial. And so in addition to that, now with, with inflation and everything since COVID, the, the National Cemetery Administration is only, only focusing on a 10-year build as opposed to a 20-year build like they used to. And so we are very fortunate to have a foundation that was established when we opened. And with that, they are going to fund us with additional money so we can actually build the columbarium large enough for a 20-year build. And uh, we actually have our very first uh, construction meeting, pre-construction meeting on Tuesday. And the contractor is actually anticipating being able to start as soon as the end of this month. And they will work through the summer and hope to have it complete by the end of October of this year. Oh, great. Now, I'm fairly familiar with the uh, National Cemetery here in Fargo, or between Harwood and West Fargo. And I I think about three-fourths of our interments now are cremations, and they have a columbarium there as well. So that's, that's becoming more popular, and it's probably more important to have that columbarium now than it's oh, oh definitely before. i think we are probably one of the only state cemeteries not to have one at this point so we were definitely high on the list for um, being awarded this grant rightly so okay very good <clears throat> and that that's pretty uh pretty good timeline too if it's going to be completed by late fall absolutely i was actually surprised when when the deadlines and timelines came out with the contractors so yeah we're we actually have started a waiting list i have a few folks where their loved one has passed and they have indicated they want to place them in in the columbarium instead of underground burial so we do have a waiting list that we have started and we will continue to work with that and so as soon as the columbarium is fully complete we'll be contacting these individuals and making them aware it's ready for use and scheduling the interments appropriately. And then just another another step, you know, the columbarium is 10 and a half by 15 and 20 inches deep. So it certainly is going to support both veteran and spouse. Oh, okay. Very good. Uh, was I correct in, in saying that uh, the cemetery man, veteran cemetery Mandan is under the auspices of the Army National Guard here? You are absolutely. Yeah, you are absolutely correct. So we are very unique in that regard. We are the only state cemetery under those guidelines. All other state and tribal cemeteries fall directly under local under their local VA. We do not. We were created, and we are run by the Office of the Adjutant General. Okay, and they uh, they actually do some. Do they do any of the maintenance or construction for you? Um, so they they built the cemetery um, on their annual training time, on um, their two-week training time in the summertime. They started, they broke ground in April of 1990, and it was all National Guard and state funds that started our cemetery. All other state and tribal cemeteries were started with, with grant money, federal money from the National Cemetery Administration. We were not. We were built and begun by the Office of the Adjutant General, by the National Guard. So we are very unique in, in many ways in that regard. Okay. And you just celebrated your 30th anniversary in existence? We did, yes. So so this past July, July of 2022, was our very first, is when we, July 7th, actually, 1992, is when we did our very first interment. So we just had a commemoration ceremony in August of this past year. And um, it was an absolute wonderful event to take in. We had just over 300 attendees that, that did um, take part and join us that day. Okay. And what what is your uh, typical uh, service during the course of the year? How many interments do you normally make per year? 
Yeah, so right now we are just over 11,000 total burials. And we do, right now, we're doing about 625 burials annually. So I started there um, in 2003. And back then, we were maybe doing 200, 220 burials a year. And again, now we're consistently at around that 625 a year mark. And as you indicated earlier, cremation is certainly on the rise. So about 60% of our current burials are cremation burials. Okay, and I'm I'm part of the... uh... Fargo Memorial Honor Guard. Uh, here, here in the Valley, we have uh, volunteers from several different veterans organizations in the area that get together and perform the uh, military honors, the Three Gone Volley and the Playing of Taps. What do you folks do out there on the Veterans Cemetery at Mandan? So, first of all, thank you for, for what you do for our veterans and their families. That is such a huge and important part of the ceremony. So, thank you for that. Um, but, yes, we have currently three three to four different groups that come out, and the funeral home will arrange for them to be there, but it's the Bismarck Amvet. Bismarck CFW has slowed down a little bit. We don't see them as often. Um, and then we have the Dakota Leathernecks. They're a Marine Corps group, but they will do honor guard for any branch of service. And then finally, we have the, the combined group of the American Legion VFW of Mandan that come out. And, of course, as you're familiar with probably then, too, is the flag folding is done by each branch of service in their point of contact. So the Navy will send a team of two to do the flag fold. The Army, the Air Force, the Marines, they will all send a team of two in that appropriate branch to do the flag folding ceremony and presentation. Right, okay. So uh, Memorial Day is just around the corner. What what do you folks have planned for the Memorial Day activities at the North Dakota Veterans Cemetery? Yeah, so it's coming very quickly. Um, so the program will be held on Monday, May 29th. It will begin at noon Central Standard Time. We try to keep the program no more than an hour in length. But because of the, the great addition that we're, we're doing with the columbarium, we're actually incorporating the groundbreaking ceremony for the columbarium in conjunction with our Memorial Day program. So our hotels and our dignitaries will all be present to help us celebrate this groundbreaking ceremony. Um, but with that, you know, we do set up many chairs. We try to set up, it's usually around six to 700 chairs, but we do encourage the public to bring their own chairs as well if they want to be assured seating. Um, but the program will also be available via live feed. I know we've done this the past couple of years through Facebook, through the National Guard website. And I know last year we had Dakota Access Media, and we were able to have them play it and repeat for a few months after the ceremony. So that's something we're looking forward to doing yet again this year. Um, We do look for volunteers that morning at 8 a.m. to help us place a little flag in front of every single headstone. And then we ask for volunteers again at 8 p.m. that evening to come out and help us remove those flags. So no grave is is left unmarked with a flag. Um, so, so traditionally, the program will start with uh, the opening remarks, a flyover, the posting of colors, the national anthem, and then we'll have welcoming remarks from the state dignitaries, some great words from our, our general, our, our um, general Dorman, and then the Army Band, the 188th Army Band, will be present again this year to do, to share a few of their songs. We'll do the rifle volley, taps, and it's the one time of year we do the cannon salute. So we'll, we'll have that. And then flags are then at that point raised to full staff, closing prayer, and we retire of colors. And then after that, we will invite the public down to the site where the columbarium is going to be built if they'd like to join us 
where we'll do the the dirt turning um, for the dignitaries and such that will take part in that. So I believe you said you're anticipating 700 chairs and some bring their own. What what? How many people normally show up? You know, it depends on the weather. Obviously, it's out in the open no matter what rain or shine we have it. Um, so it depends on the weather. But normally, we see anywhere from 2,000 to 3,000 attendees. It just depends on, on the weather and what we're facing. Wow. Do you, do you have transportation out there? There must be a lot of cars coming through. There are a lot of cars. So so that is another thing. We have wonderful volunteers with the National Guard that come in and help us with parking. We have to utilize our ditches in Fort Lincoln State Park to help and, and place the vehicles as well. But we do have 10 shuttle vans that run this entire time, and they pick folks up from wherever they end up parking, bring them up to the ceremony, and take them back down to the vehicles. But I know Harlow's helped us out last year where they um, had two locations, two pickup locations at 9.30 that morning. One of them was Dan's Supermarket. The other was Bank of North Dakota. And I believe that is, is the game plan again this year. So if, if folks don't want to drive out there and they want to hop on one of these buses, they can do so. And then they'll be brought, brought right back to that pickup location. Okay, very good. Well, any uh, closing comments Pamela, we're going to be taking another break here pretty quick, but anything that we haven't covered that you'd like to share? No, you know, I just I just want to remind everybody, you know, we're 6.5 miles just south of Amanda and right next to Fort Lincoln State Park. Um, the, the 35 acres that you drive in is the established. We still have enough space within that acreage for about 18 more years of burial space. This columbarium, however, will add so much additional room. And then we have another 35 acres that is ours that we haven't even master planned out yet. So folks drive in and get worried that we're filling up, but we have plenty of room for many, many years to come. And we are always available. If you, the folks want to stop in and visit us, we'd love to go over any questions and answer anything that they need. And pre-registration is always offered. So not a requirement, but I highly recommend it. And that is, again, something they can call us. We can get them information. They can go on our Facebook or our website. And we'll be happy to help them out. Very good. Well, thank you. Thank your staff. Thank the Army National Guard and all your wonderful volunteers, the uh, the Honor Guard veterans uh, that are out there, uh, just uh, yeah. making a very dignified uh, ceremony, final resting place for our nation's veterans. So thank everyone involved uh, for what you I do. I will. I will. And, and thank you, Dave, for what you do. What, what you do does not go unnoticed, and we appreciate it. Oh, no problem. No problem. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> we're we're pleased, <laughs> pleased to do this. All right. Wonderful. Well, thanks for having me. And um, I, I'm happy to answer any more questions down the road if anything ever comes up. Okay. Very good. Okay. Thanks, Pam. Uh, yep, we're going to take a break here in just a minute, but I want to cover a couple of different things uh, coming up here real soon. Monday, April 17th uh, at 1215, there's a program at the Fargo Air Museum called Patriots Day Program. Uh, ceremony is going to consist of uh, remarks by Jason Hicks. He's the commander of the United Patriarch Bodies. Uh, musical selections by the Fargo South uh, Qu- uh, Choir. Uh, let's see, a guest speaker, Tim Mahoney, that's the mayor of Fargo, and NDSU history professor and Revolutionary War expert, Don Johnson. And at completion, a ceremonial rifle, salute, and taps, as we often do. And this is, again, Monday, April 17th, Patriots Day. Uh, program starts at 12.15 at the Fargo Air Museum. Encourage people to go out and, and take that in. Uh, also, we have a, a Vets Home Golf Tournament coming up, a Veterans Home 
in Lisbon, North Dakota. The foundation hosts a golf tournament to raise money for items that are not covered by the normal budget of the veterans home. And it's going to be Friday, June 2nd of this summer, 2023 at the Maple River Golf Club in Mapleton. And a contact person for that is Chris Phelan. I'll give you his email ID, uh, F-E-L-A-N-D, good, G-O-O-D, good at gmail.com. And just to let everybody know, oh, phone number here too, 218-230-3106. Roy Phelan, Phelan, 218-230-3106. And this and all uh, interviews today will be on the KFGO webpage podcast. Go to kfgo.com slash podcast. And there are several of them there, and Veterans Honor Flight, or Veterans Hour, <laughs> excuse me, is, is one of those podcasts. And you can uh, listen to this, uh, today's program as well, on the computer, going to the kfgo.com website. Okay, we're going to take our final break, and when we come back, we're going to be talking Veterans Honor Flight, sending our uh, veterans to Washington, D.C. to see their memorials. is the Navy theme song. Go Navy. Okay, now on a, just another short uh, announcement of an upcoming event you might want to be interested in. If the veterans out there uh, that may be eligible for a hyperbarics treatment, uh, the Swanson Hyperbarics Therapy Program, uh, this helps patients with PTSD, traumatic brain injury, and anxiety, and a whole host of uh, different uh, illnesses and injuries. And the Fargo American Legion is having uh, Swanson Hyperbarics come to their next meeting on uh, Tuesday, April 18th at 7 p.m. to talk about those services. And there are grants available for North Dakota veterans who may be interested in this in these treatments. And uh, the rec- recommendation is go to your local veteran service officer. They'll help you get registered and, and apply for a grant for you. Maybe you can get some help uh, through Swanson Hyperbarics here in Fargo, North Dakota. Again, they're going to be at uh, the Fargo American Legion meeting at 7 p.m. on April 18th, Tuesday come, night, coming up here real soon. And the Fargo American Legion is currently meeting at the Fargo VFW downtown, 202 North Broadway. So if you're interested, veterans out there, you think you might be uh, be able to benefit from this type of treatment, by all means, show up. Uh, the Fargo American Legion invites you to come in and, and listen to that presentation. Okay, now we're going to have uh, Lori Izog. Lori is our Vice President of Veterans Honor Flight of North Dakota, Minnesota, and also our volunteer chairman. And she's going to be talking about uh, a, a big event here coming up real soon, real soon. Right, Lori? Right. Okay. What, um, do, you got, actu- what, what do you got cooking, Lori? Okay, so actually tomorrow, Dave, we all meet um, with, uh, we have what we call a pre-flight meeting, and so we meet with all the volunteers and the veterans that are going on the flight, and so the veterans get to know what their itinerary, and we get to all meet them, so it's really kind of an exciting day, Um, 
So we actually get to visit with them and, and let them know. And then at the end of April, April 30th, May 1st and 2nd, we're taking our heroes to Washington, D.C. So that's really fun to look forward to. It's going to be a great trip. And we have a plan full. we got a little over 100 veterans going, right? Yep, we do. We have, I think, about 107 veterans going and um, taking them on a trip of a lifetime. So we're excited. Very good. Yes, it is exciting. And I have yet to hear anybody complain about it. Everybody that's gone on it really, really enjoys it, really appreciates that trip. And, of course, we couldn't do that without the help of a very generous community, patriotic community, uh, making donations uh, to finance those trips to Washington, D.C. Yes, we, we are very blessed. Um, you know, we have a couple big events coming up, Dave. The first weekend in May, um, up in Grand Forks at the Alaris Center, it's the Red River Valley Motorcycle um, car, or motorcycle Show, and they give a large portion of that to the Honor Flight. So we're very lucky that they have um, do that for us. And then a couple other ones, Dave, is May 14th, we have a potato dumpling feed. Um, any of you good old Norskis out there love that at the American Legion in Moorhead. And we're going to have, like, uh, Norwegian desserts and things like that. So that'll be a fun day. That's actually on Mother's Day. So um, you could bring your mom out with you and have a good meal and, and um, support the veterans at the same time. Very good. And, we, yeah, we still have many more coming up. So if, if uh, we have our over-the-top, our big one at the Legion in Moorhead on July 22nd. Um, and, Dave, as you know, we have our Red Hawks on July 16th. So if anybody's interested in any of our events, which I know everybody loves them, um, they can go to our webpage, veteranshonorflightofndmn.org, and kind of get our schedule of events. Okay, very good. And uh, Fargo-Moorhead Red Hawks, they've been doing uh, Honor Flight Day at the Red Hawks uh, for uh, several years now, right? Yeah, yeah, for at least um, going on four years, so we're really lucky that um, we get uh, to do that event. They wear Honor Flight jerseys, and those jerseys are auctioned off, and that's a good part of uh, our fundraiser, right? Oh, it is. Yes, it is. And the jerseys are always so beautiful. They design really nice ones, and and, um, we have a little silent auction that day, and so it's just a fun day at the ball game. And we'll have volunteers there. For everybody to get together. Yep. We'll have volunteers there selling T-shirts and ball caps and that type of thing, I assume. Yep. Um, we usually, our volunteers are, are busy, busy, busy. We take them out to all the events, and we do sell our T-shirts and hats and mugs and stuff for people. So that all that money, 100% of it goes to the Honor Flight, and it goes towards the trip. Great. So it takes about um, 230000 for a three-day trip. So we just continually find events. If anybody wants to host an event, um, you could always get a hold of me. Um, my email is on that web page, and and let us know. We have um, just the other day. I had the vets club call from Hillsboro that want to do an event this um, spring. So just lots going on. Very good, very good. Let's go back up to Grand Forks for just a minute. Now, now that motorcycle group, sure. I don't recall their official name, but they've been very, very supportive and they've raised some serious money for us in the past, right? Yes, yes, they have. Um, they do a big, huge raffle 
um, and then half that money goes to the honor flight. So we've been really lucky with them, um, the Gowan brothers, Mike Hagan and them up there. Um, with the help of Don Roberts, we've been blessed, you know, that they have kind of um, support our cause of getting our veterans to D.C. So we're very lucky. And you mentioned over the top. That's coming up in, what did you say, July? July 22nd. So that's over the top. And we have um, street dance that night. We have two bands. And then we have um, part of the Red River Valley Veterans Band plays before that. And this year we're going to get a dunk tank. So you never know who's going to end up in there. Not me, though. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, American Legion Riders Riders are a big part of that over the top, right? Yes, yes. They... um, they always are willing to help and volunteer, the Legion Riders do, and we so appreciate that because, you know, we'll need help with security and, and just selling our T-shirts and stuff because it's an all-day event. Um, the mayor of Moorhead will declare it Veterans Honor Flight Day that day, so it's just going to be a lot of fun for the community to come out and actually get to meet some of our heroes and our veterans and everybody, so it'd be fun. Great. This has been a, a long journey. We started in, what, 2007. We had four flights in the late, you know, 2007, 2008 time period. Right. And then we took a break after we we uh, escorted a majority of the World War II veterans on our waiting list. And then we uh, took a break, and we started back up again in 2015, I believe. 15, yeah. And we opened it yep. up to uh, World War II, Korean, and Vietnam now. So last I heard, we have about 650 on the waiting list. And we're going to take about a hundred yep. of those this spring, but we're still uh, still raising money to uh, get the rest of our veterans on the waiting list to DC to see their memorials. Right, we are, and it helps when you know we have such a wonderful community, and and we couldn't do it without our service clubs either. I mean, they're just awesome. They're putting on events and and you know just helping us out wherever they can. So we're really lucky. Okay, and we've. Uh, the meat raffles, we've been doing them every two weeks out at uh, Wild Rice. Wild Rice, but that that's coming to a close here pretty soon, right? They primarily do it right, yeah. not, not during the summer? No, they don't do it during the summer because they find that it's just people are so busy with everything that um, they're just not as busy. So, yeah, Jeff does a great job for Wild Rice. Okay, very good. And you mentioned the website, and you can see a... a the list of fundraiser upcoming fundraisers. And I think a lot of the veterans yep. clubs uh, also post out in their newsletters and so on. But uh, that right. again, that's uh, veterans honor flight of ndmn.org. And you can go there and uh, click on what is it schedule or. Yeah. They have um calendar of events on there okay. and then it's got like fundraising too. So, um, you know, if you decide you would love to do an event, um, just give me an email and, and we'll work with you and we'll get it going. Very good. Very good. Uh, what haven't we covered, Larry? We got a couple of minutes yet. I don't know, Dave. There's, we got a lot, we got a lot coming up. We have, um, well, they're, they are doing a legacy run the end of July for, um, going through Minnesota. That is on the Minnesota side with, um, you know, donations going to veterans, um, 
we also have, well, come up, coming up in the fall, we'll have our Fargo Forest Jersey night. So that, that is the way up there. But yeah, so it gets busy, but it's, it's fun busy. We, we're going to be at all the bike, um, car shows this summer, you know, like Moorhead has, uh, Moorhead Cruise Nights. So that's the first Thursday of every month we'll be there and at West Fargo, um, Cruise Night. And, um, you know, we have like this weekend or next weekend, sorry, Dave, we have the Valley Vintage car show that we've been invited to and then we um so it's just busy and it's it's a fun busy and we're going to washington dc april 30th through may 2nd uh flying out of fargo and then we're going to be going uh out of grand forks this fall october 15 through 17 so we're going to keep going to keep at it and we appreciate the support of our veterans organizations and our patriotic community in uh helping us carry out this program Okay, thank you yes, again. Yes, we do. Thanks again, Laurie. Laurie Azog, Vice okay, President. Okay, see you tomorrow, of, Dave. Yep, Vice President of Far, uh, Veterans Honor Flight of North Dakota, Minnesota. We're closed now on the playing of taps and reading. I hear the sound of taps. I listen to the bugler play, and I feel a sudden chill. I wonder how many times the taps have meant amen. When a flag has draped the coffin of a brother or a friend, I think of all the mothers, fathers, husbands, and wives, and children with interrupted lives. I think about a graveyard at the bottom of the sea, or unmarked graves in Arlington. No, freedom isn't free. Thank you, KFGO, for letting us veterans have this hour to share our information about our causes.